This is Gray Man Media Content. <laughs> you fuck me up every time with that, Devin. Welcome to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast. When I'm your host, John Wolf, with my co-host, Devin Gray. That's me. And today, I have no fucking idea what we're talking about. Because Devin said I want to do an episode, and I said okay, and then I said, hey, last night, Devin, uh, what are we talking about? He's like, you don't get to know yet. Wendigo. Wait a second. You Do you believe? I climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. FBI, open up! One type is about three feet tall, very dark. Not humanoid at all. Yet lizard looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth. Little grey men. Little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. So Devin's been giving me some problems this year, um, you know, but it's season two, baby. And you know what? Today is Mother's Day. This is like episode like eight into season two. Like, we <laughs> holy fuck. Yeah. I've lost track of time and space. Um, but today is Mother's Day. And uh, in honor of that, we made uh, mimosas. Well, I made mimosas. 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 It was incredible, John. Thanks for that, by the way. No, it was great. And I, I, I know I'm giving it to you. <laughs> Uh, on Mother's Day, I'm making my friend mimosas and not his wife mimosas. Well, you did, or my mom mimosas. You did make my wife a mimosa. I guess I did, yeah. To celebrate her so being a mother. If you're curious, it was Santo Moscato Diosti. That was the bottle. So, as you said, it's Mother's Day. You guys are hearing this way after Mother's Day, and the reason is is because, um, you know, obviously we're well into season two. We don't know how to plan future holiday dates, so where it sounds but, like it's congruent. <laughs> It's coming. Season three, baby. Um, <laughs> but obviously, we're well into season two. The reason we're talking about all this right now is because today is the day that we decided to make a season two. Mm-hmm. Um, took a lot of deliberation and planning. Uh, um, uh, listen, guys, it's not just sitting down at a table and recording a podcast. It's I mean, it kind of is. There's Listen, there's, <laughs> there's stuff that goes into this, okay? Yeah. So um, anyway, a few weeks ago. <laughs> which by the time this comes out was months ago months um john asked me to prepare an episode and so i did um and i knew exactly what to cover because long ago when i was a wee child 13 or 14 wee about, little lad oh uh, yeah wee little lad. we can say that because we're lords um yes. <laughs> <laughs> throw that throw that in there one more time um <laughs> So when I was like 13, 14, we're talking well over a decade ago, um, me and my childhood friend, we made a comic book, and we needed a name for the comic book character. We came up with Wendigo. Well, he came up with Wendigo. So maybe, I don't know, maybe he kind of knew what a Wendigo was, but a few months later, he comes to me, he says, hey, uh, I need you to take a look at this. Pulls something up on the internet. He's like, I think we're pissing this thing off. And we both about shit our pants when we read (laughs) what a Wendigo was. Um, so anyway, we're covering the Wendigo today. John, uh, being of somewhat near, uh, Native American roots and stuff, I'm sure this is really exciting for you, right? I am very excited about this. Um, also, <clears throat> I like that, uh, from what I understand, I, 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 
I have faith in you that you're going to um, really help push the correct narrative and get rid of the misanthropic uh, misnomers about uh, this spirit. Well, and there's a, there's an actual really positive whole point of this whole thing, um, which I think is great. Um, anyway, a Wendigo uh, is a mythological creature or evil spirit, which originates from the folklore uh, of roughly the the you know the the Grand Lakes or the Great Lakes uh, in the Algonquin uh, Native American area. Um, the Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics, which possesses human beings. The Wendigo is known to invoke feelings of insatiable greed and hunger, the desire to cannibalize other human beings, as well as the propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. Yes, I read that from a Wikipedia article. Am <laughs> I am I upset with myself for doing so? No, not one bit. John, what do you know about a Wendigo? Um, well, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one, as well as the fact, you know, <clears throat> uh, in Christian lore... The Wendigo oh, itself um, is the embodiment of evil that is one of the seven deadly sins as well. Mm. I bet you did not know that. No, I didn't, actually. I didn't so know that it was Christian ties. Greed, gluttony, um, literally what you said. So the the, th- the the thing about the Wendigo is it, it's a malevolent spirit, essentially a demon that possesses the body of a human, um, and it consumes them. It changes their – it transfigures them like – a werewolf would be transfigured. It consumes them from inside out. Uh, it changes their form. It controls their body. The person supposedly is still conscious and awake while being under the possession of a Wendigo. But at that point, your soul is rotted and died away, and you have no chance of return. And the only way to stop is to be killed. Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously, by the way, we got to get those out here. Uh we're saying Wendigo. <laughs> the actual proper like Native American pronunciation is Wendigo. No. Um, yeah, it is. Wendigo. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've been saying it's wrong all day, so I'm like fucking yeah. turned around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's it is good. Wendigo. Yeah. I wanted I want to read a, a paragraph <clears throat> from a, a, a website called Legends of America. John, I don't know if you're familiar with this website. I am. Okay. I love that website. So I'm gonna read a little passage, basically kind of describing uh, what the Wendigo is. The Wendigo uh, was. Wendigo, <laughs> the Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaci- emaciation. Uh, its desecrated skin pulled tautly over its bones, mm-hmm. with its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton, recently disinterred, disinherited from the grave. Like Britney Spears. Um, um, well, um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Its body was unclean and suffering from, um, you know, just things that were eating on its own flesh, uh, giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition. Um, a lot of like the nowadays uh, depictions of what a Wendigo, uh, Wendigo, Wendigo. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna say Wendigo because I'm gonna trip over my words all day. Windows, just windows. It's a window <laughs> to the walls. Uh, to the Wendigo eats your bones. Um, oh, you should have said balls. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, so the Wendigo is like usually depicted, at least in like uh, more like modern versions. Um, it's like uh, this this really tall, kind of like deer-headed, human-like, disgusting creature. Horse skull, and supposedly in American Western culture, it's 
related to have antlers as well. Right, exactly. But of course, we know that the Native Americans held the stag and deer just very, very highly. Uh, so they would have never depicted the creature as being this way. What they actually depicted, the, the more traditional Native American uh, depiction of this creature was like very tall, um, almost zombie-like, uh, but because, again, it, it's got that uh, insatiable uh, need to feed. It looks like a zombie werewolf with a bovine head. Kind of. Uh, it's not bovine. Bovine's cow, bro. What are you talking about? I don't know what fucking bovine means. It was. A- <laughs> Why are you saying shit? You don't. Anyway, it's I like mean, a- I do know because it's because it's um because it's got that insatiable hunger. Uh, you know, it's it's the skin is really close to the bones, and that's because that you know no matter how much the Wendigo eats, um, it it, it still feels hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a really interesting thing that I that I read um, from like this one specific group of people, I guess that like this was their version of the story was that once somebody becomes a Wendigo, you know, as they eat, they grow larger, which only increases their need to eat. So it's like this snowball effect, mm. which I <clears throat> thought was fucking wild. So do you think? I mean, it could be like the native, the Native American, or not even Native American, Native Indian. Uh huh. Canada edition <laughs> version you of the chupacabra <laughs> version of the chupacabra. No, I don't think so. And, and we'll get into the reasons why later, but I want to kind of try to follow this narrative that I've kind of, you know, kind of put up in there. Um, so there actually is, um, some, some modern medical, um, proof to the Wendigo, right? Uh, what is it called? A Wendigo syndrome? Wendigo psychosis. Psychosis, yes. yes it was a men- yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, which is considered by some psychiatrics to be a syndrome that uh, creates an intense craving for human flesh and uh, a fear of becoming a cannibal. And that's kind of what most people who know of what a Wendigo is, they think of like, okay, it's this. Basically, if you eat a human, you become a Wendigo, right? Yep. Um, that's a lot of where the stories come from. And we'll get into some details with that here, I'm sure. But I, I know that you probably have already, by cut looking at that, I'm sure you've found out about the skinwalkers. Um, those are, that's separate. And actually, interestingly enough, I thought that the skinwalkers had a, a deep enough lore that maybe me and you could cover that in a different episode. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a whole episode in itself. But I, I just find, as far as Native American lore, those two seem to be kind of tied together. They're in, similar. In a lot of it, yeah. They're similar. Um so uh, obviously, you know, back back before modern medicines and stuff, um, basically what would happen is if you were if you were declared a Wendigo by your I guess your tribe or your people, uh, what would happen is, um, you know, they would they would they would do a, a curing attempt. Quotes, you know, curing attempt. A shaman is the only one that could try to cure you, and if right. that failed, you were sentenced to death. Basically, yeah. If it, if it didn't work, you were executed. You know, the, it was either you're gonna get healed or you're gonna die. Like, <laughs> I mean, it'd be like. Okay, we did the ceremony. Do you still want to eat my leg? <laughs> yes. Okay, time to die. Um. So there, there. You know, obviously, there's again when we talk about the Wendigo and what most people think of what a Wendigo is, it's it's all about cannibalism. Um. And there was this really crazy story of like, um, I think it was like in the 1800s where this guy uh, and his family had kind of become a recluse from the rest of the tribe, um, and he, um. He basically, <laughs> all of his family uh, had died except for this, except for the male, the the the, the father, um, and his excuse was, "Oh, well, they starved to death." But when he got back to the tribe, 
No, you didn't. Yeah. It's the same story. I, I yeah. got a different version of it, but it's the same story. But he, but when he got back to the tribe, he was like, oh, well, they starved to death. And, uh, well, that's good because you can go into more detail about it uh, as soon as you got off your phone. Um, I'm pulling it up. Oh, are you? <laughs> you fucking bastard. But yeah, he went back to the tribe and he's like, yo, they, oh, my whole family, they starved. But then they're looking at him and the, and he looks fine. And so immediately, like, you know, they're calling when to go immediately, you know. Mm-hmm. But you have, I, I think, especially since you just pulled it up on your phone. <clears throat> so um, there is an individual from the Cree tribe. Uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, went yeah, by the yeah. name Swift Runner. Yep. Yes, sir. Which is something I am not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do have the date. It's 1878. That's, that sounds correct. Yeah. Um, father of six during an extremely harsh cold winter. Mm-hmm. Um, he had the Wendigo psychosis. Uh, he developed that, and is, that is something apparently you can just develop in harsh situations. He ended up eating his entire family and even sucked the bone marrow out mm-hmm. of their bones, leaving nothing of the family. Um and then, yeah, he did return back, and the bones were found, and, and he was actually prosecuted under new Canadian law because this was the beginning of the Canadian policing, like when they started the Mounties and everything like that. When they started the governments, like the government civilization, they, okay. they, were, they were cycling out the natives, kind of like the Americans did, and it was just this whole political turnaround for that nation. Okay. So funnily enough, as is, is, is starving as these things are, I mean, apparently they are so skinny that if they're not staring directly at you, facing you head on, you will never see them. Like, they're, they're like paper thin. Well, that's one version. That's one version. Because, I mean, they're, they're interdimensional demonic spirits. I mean, it's completely possible anyway. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> like Kate Winslow uh, or Kate Wendigo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Apparently they're so skinny that if they're standing sideways, you don't see them at all. Yeah, yeah, but there's 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 tons of different versions of this this creature. There's also versions of this creature that, you know, it's it's as tall as the as the trees and the, fifteen foot tall. And I've it heard can, that yeah. it can create it can control the weather to complete yes. darkness and stuff. Which, uh, funnily <laughs> enough, those stories only happen around the winter when the weather's already getting darker sooner. So it's kind of one of those things you got to take with a grain of salt, but. Here, the most interesting thing is, and you hear this a lot, especially with uh, Native American and malevolent spirits, is that they're able to mimic the sounds and cries of humans. Like, they can mimic people that you know. They can mimic sounds of people that you know who are in pain, things like that. They're like, mom's over here in the woods crying. Well, fuck, what happened, mom? Why are you crying? And then all of a sudden, (laughs) you're dead. You're Wendigo food. Um. So I I want to I want to revisit the um. Like dog chow. I want to revisit the Swift Runner story. Yes. Um. So I actually um. There's a, this there's this YouTube channel called Extra Credits. Uh. Extra credits. Credits. Jesus. Extra credits. Um. And so we want to we want to make sure we shout them out because I want to use like the first couple minutes of it because they tell this story very well. Okay. So I'm going to play that real quick. So better oh. than me and you combined because we do not prepared. Well, they, they scripted it. Oh, well, that <laughs> you know helps. What I mean? That they, does yeah, help. Definitely helps. It helps knowing what you're talking about. When they go. Ice heart. Cold flesh. The chill wind blows. Hunger. All it feels is hunger. Eyes hollow, sunken. Skin pale. Ashen gray. 
stretched taut over its straining ribs, mouth slavering, covered in blood. It is famine. It is the hunger that should never be. And far to the north, by the lakes that should be seas, it stalks the people. When the bitter winds blow, and the snows come, and the game runs scarce, the craving comes to some, the desire for human flesh. And as this thought possesses a person, their heart becomes ice, and they turn Wendigo. They forget that people are people, and not just animals to be consumed, and they become a danger to all who pass them by. So the people put out a call for warriors to do away with the cannibals. One day, a man came to them, a stranger, not from the people, and he said, I'm here to do the job. He was Anwe the Killer, a man skilled in death. The people told him of cannibals, and he merely nodded and left. He was a meticulous, practiced killer. He was not haphazard, nor a believer merely in tales. And so he went to the woods, hid, and observed every family. Where did they go? What did they do? There was one group that stood out to him from the rest. So yeah, I, I want you guys to go watch that video. Um, again, it's extra credit, and it's called uh, Native American Myth, The Wendigo. Um, and it, uh, Sorry, I actually misquoted. It's not about the Swift Runner story. It's actually about this guy who's famous for killing Wendigos. He was the Wendigo killer, and he ended up becoming chieftain of the tribe as well. It's a very interesting story. Uh, obviously, Extra Credit tells it very well. The animation is great. You guys should go get, give them a, a watch. And uh, by the way, while you're there, leave them a comment and let them know how, they, how you found them. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Clout, baby. <laughs> let, let, let them leave a comment and be like, hey, I, I heard your shit on the, the Wolf Takes a Bite podcast. Maybe we can get a collab going. No, no copyright, no sue. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we used just a small amount. We're obviously not monetized. We're not making any money on this yet. That's, that's fair point. That's fair point. Yeah, but anyway, this guy, he got, he, he's very famous and he uh, for killing Wendigos. And this this particular story, we'll summarize it just in case you don't want to you know, take the time to watch a nine-minute video uh, as you listen to this hour-long podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, he, he goes through and he actually ends up killing um, this family of like six or seven and he actually ends up leaving, uh, letting a few women actually leave because he was. It was clear that they were just kind of, they weren't Wendigos. They were just kind of wives of Wendigos. But like, dude, he killed. He's eating it. I might as well eat it. He killed everyone, like all of them. <laughs> so must have been a lot of headaches. Yeah, <laughs> you know, hatchets in the brain. <laughs> Fucking eat you. <laughs> Uh, there's also a really cool story, um, uh, and this was this was actually it's this is a very less documented story because it was in uh, 1661. Um, the, Holy shit! Yeah, it's it's a small quote uh, from the Jesuit relations document. So I guess I don't know the full backstory of what Jesuit is. From my dumb monkey brain, I assume that there was a tribe called uh, the Jesuits uh, mm -hmm. out in the Algonquin area, mm -hmm. um, and the Canadian or French government, I guess it would have been to the French back then. French-Canadian uh, government of probably B.C. British Columbia, Canada. Yeah, but I don't think any of that was founded in 1661 yet. 
I think it was still French territory. I don't know. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it was still French territory. I don't think Canada was a thing back in the 1600s. Um, <laughs> it didn't exist. Well, <laughs> well no Canada. The, as in, the, <laughs> obviously, the landmass that we call Canada today <laughs> is. But uh, no, because even uh, the United States of America was founded in 1665. Yeah. Or. And there was natives all over the place. Yeah, but it wasn't called the United States of America. Just like this place existed, but we didn't call it Canada back then. Yeah, it was just where those other natives lived. <sighs> anyway, motherfucker, I'm pretty sure it was French. It was Frenchmen, um, and they actually sent up. They had a rendezvous point uh, in this this tribe where they were sending kind of people. Um, it wasn't. They weren't trying to like purge them. They were actually trying to uh, cooperate with this. It was supposed to be a peace treaty. Yeah, and they sent uh, this group of people up there. We heard that before. Anyway, they sent this group of people up to this tribe with, like, goods and services uh, to try to kind of make peace or whatever. Um, So they can take their land. um, Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. (sighs) Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck (laughs) you. Anyway, so they get there. Sorry, I'm still salty about it. And then a few few months later, you know, they, they haven't heard back from them or anything. They haven't come back from the mission, but they're not too concerned. They just assume that, you know, they're still there hanging out, doing whatever. So they send up a second party they, at the rendezvous point uh, from basically the conductor that I don't know what that person is. That's just from the document. Um, and the deputies were supposed to wait um, on their arrival. But when they got there, um, they they were only met with the natives. Um, and they found out that the uh, other people had been killed uh, in an attempt to stay the course of their madness. So supposedly, according to this, this is like one of the earliest documented versions of the Wendigos. According to these native people, they had become Wendigos. Probably because, again, I think this was French settlers in, in this area of Canada. Probably because they weren't used to the harsh winters of the Canadi- Canadian wilds. And maybe turn into Wendigos. Yeah, they're pretty wild. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> excuse the fuck out of me. Sarcasm is very inept, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> um, so now I want to... Now that we're about halfway through... Um, Are I, we? Yeah, I mean, depending on where we're cutting. I was hoping you were going to riffraff a little bit more, but, you know, we're, we're well, here. I'm, we I'm gathering information at this point. So... Uh, the actual traditional uh, version of what a Wendigo is and, and the whole reason that the Wendigo exists is it, it's more of a cautionary tale, right? So, Don't be like, greedy. Yeah, exactly. Don't be greedy. Um, and that's really what it was. It was more like kind of like Krampus, you know? It was all like – it was more of like a scare tactic well, to young Indians – well, I'm uh, talking about what the original source is. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think See, there's more. and I knew that this is where we'd be divided because I'm taking it from the actual source, the people. There's like this tale. It's like kind of like the similar to like God and, and the devil. It's like, hey, you know, a, a way to teach young children to be good. Otherwise, you could become this horrible thing. And you're like, well, no, this thing fucking exists. And, Let's go. And that's a very... Um religious forward way of looking at but it. But the Native Americans were very religious, just yes. not in a in the way that we assume religious is. 
Correct. More spiritual, I guess. <clears throat> Spiritualism, yes. And, and specifically honoring and worshiping the Great Spirit and the Earth itself. Right. And everything that entails in it. Now, not all tribes um, had that same belief. A lot of tribes well, were, we're actually we're very obviously, you know, violent tribes. We're, we're generalizing here. And that's only because we don't have all of the information. It's not because we're you know trying to generalize. We're just going statistically here. Uh, based yeah. on our, also based on my dumb idiot, you know, European heritage image of what a Native American is. Yeah, he's you know six foot tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. Nope. <laughs> and no, sir. <laughs> I am six foot tall. I was like, okay, he's gonna describe me. All right, six foot tall, two sixty, black hair or dark brown hair, green eyes. Nope, he went full Nazi on me. <laughs> well, you know, call back to Hollow Earth. Fuck you. Ah. <laughs> no, um, so, no, okay, so without generalizing things, let, let's let's focus on the psychosis itself. How about that? Yeah. Because I, I do think that there's a lot of cases, and even in American culture, maybe not called Wendog, Wendigos, but mm. there's a lot of people, we've had a lot of cases of serial killers who display similar things um, it, within their actions, maybe not the transformic. Uh, body morphic morphifications or supernatural abilities, um, which I think like is Jeffrey Dahmer. I think that's more of the that's more of like the 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 uh, exaggeration of the character itself. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, again, um, the stories were always told by mouth um, in, in tribes. Stories are told; they're not written down. Right. They're passed on. So it literally turns into a giant and game of telephone. When, when you're trying to scare people into or, not doing something horrible, not you're necessarily gonna scare, but or even just you know you're trying to tell the story, tell yeah, a story. Yeah, you, you're going to exaggerate. A little something's going to get exaggerated. It's like when people story. talk about the biggest fish they ever caught. It probably exactly. wasn't as big as I say. I mean, Moby Dick. I mean, come on, it was probably a grouper. That story has so much. <laughs> Never mind. Should we cover that? It's really racist. Oh, well, yeah. Other than that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all about the color white and how superb. the Well, the giant white whale ate a yeah. tiny brown man. It uh, was just. Was it? Yeah. I don't think that's how that went. He was, he was, from, yeah, no, it was on the other uh, side of the globe. It wasn't, I don't know. He was not American. He was definitely Middle Eastern. All right, you continue. I'm going to correct that later here. Fine with me. That's how I was taught in Catholic Church. That's why I left it. Anyway, so in historical accounts, um, retroactively diagnosed Wendigo psychosis. It has been reported that humans become possessed by the Wendigo spirit after being in a situation of needing food and having no other choice besides cannibalism. That's what we have learned so far. But what caused us greater concern was the news that was met... um, Met entering the lake, namely that the men disputed. You know what? Fuck. Let me kind of take that again from the top. Absolutely. Because this isn't French and this is very hard. You see all that? That's all in French. I'm not good at fast translations, so this is getting me kind of. Let me see again. All right, so although many recorded cases of the Wendigo psychosis, the individual has been uh, killed. Okay, hold on real quick. You need to redact everything you said about Moby Dick because <laughs> it was a Quaker. A Quaker. Do you know what a Quaker is, sir? Quaker oats? Exactly. That's, the, that's as white as you get. 
This is white as you get. The guy was white? Yeah, he was a Quaker. So he was eaten by a white whale? Then where's the racist symbolism? Because if you read it, it's all like the first two chapters is all about how amazing the like white and how pure white is. It's like really fucking. It's not racist like right out there. It's like just like racist sentiments. Read it. Read the first two. Read. I'm serious. It is ridiculous. Like how insane this guy goes off about how how perfect white is. And no, he's not saying white people, but it's it's pretty racist. It seems that way anyway. And especially if you give the time for when it was written, which was around, like, right before the Civil War. Eh. So fuck Moby Dick? No. I think it was a great piece of American literature. But I think we need to understand the time period for when it came out. Let's just be glad there's no statues of Moby Dick. There could be a statue of my Moby Dick. (laughs) Luckily, okay. luckily we won't cast in bronze. We won't need we won't need to use much bronze for mine because I got standard issue. It's not Moby Dick. It's standard issue Dick. Is this staying in? No, <laughs> no. The whole thing. This is extra. Cut. This is all extra. We're gonna put this in the blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. All right. <clears throat> Although in many recorded cases of Wendigo psychosis, the individual has been killed to prevent cannibalism from resulting. A treatment by investigation of fatty meats is often recommended. So there is a option other than killing the supposed Wendigo. Well, we also need to consider the fact that while it is accepted by some modern psychiatrists, the majority believe that this is total bullshit. But let's let's take a little bit of trip back into a few of our older episodes, like the vampiric episode. We talked about a psychosis Mm-hmm. Where, where somebody has a insatiable desire for blood. Right. That could easily translate, again, into a um, deficiency within the human body that causes that craving. Therefore, it is completely possible that somebody could have a similar deficiency that causes them to crave fatty meats. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a stretch. Is it, though? I mean, all right, explain some of our most famous serial killers, which we have <laughs> no, yet no, no, to cover. No, no. Well, because because in reality, like, we don't, our, our, our like, our, uh, I guess, like, our, our flesh. Take it for the In reality, our flesh does not marble the same way that animals do. Our fat literally is usually a separate layer on top of our muscle. And if you think about like a steak, the, there is marbling into the actual muscle tissue, which yeah, is what a yeah. steak is. Yeah. So like um, there is um, certain meats that do marble on top, though. Like like on the human. Yeah, but there's very like select. Five I don't know grain. 100%, but like like you think of like like if, if you were like, oh, I want a fatty piece of meat. You're going to go for like pork or something because there's a lot of. Or a 5A high-end grade marbled steak. Or certain cuts. Well, yeah, but that's not like necessarily a fatty piece of meat. It's just a well marble. It's like a well balanced piece of meat. But if you want like a really fatty piece of meat, you go like bacon or pork belly. You know, those have a lot of pork that you can uh, pork fat that you can render. I'm just saying, if it was offered to me and cooked appropriately, I would probably you not say no to, to what. Say it. A fatty piece of human leg meat. You're insane. 
I, I, I would like if, I mean, I think I, I, th- I feel my, my fucking running thighs. Here it is. Here it is. See, the first 20 minutes was me, like, giving some sound, like, and here it is. Now, now it's a Wolf Takes a Bite episode. We're, we have entered the insane. John has literally just admitted to, to being open to try human. I mean, if it's available, it, it was legal. Hello? Hello. <laughs> I mean, if the person donates themselves willingly, oh my, post mortem and says, "Hey, you know, use me for a meal," and somebody made it for me, I had to do nothing but eat, and nobody told me what it was. I would be no, 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 no. You I, said I if it I'm was actually, offered. Well, yeah, I'm, I think I'm actually salivating at the thought. It, it, what? <laughs> Maybe I'm getting possessed by a Wendigo as we Maybe speak. you're fucking. You can't tell me you don't wonder what it no, tastes like. No, I don't. Not not even a little bit. I imagine it tastes like gross. I mean, I think I would start small. You know, let's start with primates. Like, I'll eat a monkey first. And we're getting sued by PETA. <laughs> I mean, I've tried a lot of different meats in my life. I mean, a lot. I don't care. I don't. I've had everything from shark to snake to python. I mean... I, You're not supposed to eat shark either. That's illegal in America. I wasn't in America. Um, <laughs> dolphin. What? What is wrong with you? Dolphin jerky's not bad. Oh my. Turtle jerky's even better, actually. I've had turtle. Turtle's good. Turtle's good. Alligator's great. I haven't had alligator, but I'm open to try it. It's really my, good. My point being is that, no, there's no way. I don't think a human... Kangaroo. Humans don't live, I guess, well, hmm, I don't want to make that uh, point. I don't want to make that point. Uh, no, finish your thought. Can I, hey, Devin, here's my finger. Food for thought. When, okay. <laughs> Think of the animals that we traditionally eat. They're usually, they usually spend the majority of their time eating. Mm-hmm, because we have domesticated it. Right. And I was going to make the point that, you know, you don't really have humans that way, but then I thought about it. And I was like, shit, there are a lot of people who literally just eat and sit on the couch like all day. Yeah. But at the same time, though, the, those animals are getting somewhat of a, a workout. They're, they're, you know, there's a reason we chose the cow and the, and the pig. There's a lot of muscle on these animals. So is it not inconceivable that something or somebody else would choose human to be on the menu? Yeah, maybe something. But you chose not something. I have you. not committed any crime. <laughs> I have not chose a damn thing. I'm just saying, in a different reality, plausibility no, would state. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. You said if it was offered to me and cooked properly. Yeah, put properly is the most important part. <laughs> I, I would give it a shot. I think I would. You can't tell me you would say no. I w- I can tell you because I'm gonna tell you right now. I would say no. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Way. One hundred percent. But why would you let it go to waste? It shouldn't have been cooked in the fucking first place. But it's cooked now. And I'll let some other heathen eat it. What the fuck? That's a slippery slope, man. I'm just saying. Different cultures, you know? No. You know? No. Extreme circumstances? Extreme circumstances. Like windowism circumstances. Let's just go ahead and put the psychosis back into the mix here. But but then at that point it's it's not a decision. You have a you have a brain. You're on an island. The only person you know has died on the fire. They've cooked themselves properly. (laughs) Would you eat them? 
It's your only food. I can't. I can't no. I, right now, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like it's like, would you get a tattoo of a dick on your forehead? My answer right now is no. But if you show up with a briefcase with a million dollars in it, <laughs> and I see the cash in hand, I don't know what I'm going to do at that point. I don't know. Money is trivial. Survival is everything. I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like, in that situation, right now, I, I 100% would not do it. But I'm not in that exact situation. I don't know what I would do in so that situation. So that's what I'm thinking. That's where my thought but process is. My mind is I'm, in if I'm in that situation. I, I no, that's not what you said though. You're 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 putting a situation where you're like at a fancy restaurant. No, 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 no. I never said that. You said so human. I'm very human, okay? I'm human. You said if it was prepared correctly. Well, yeah. If I'm in the worst possible case scenario, it's freezing winter. I'm in the middle of Siberia. There's no human or food or anything for miles and miles and miles. I'm starving to death. They're starving to death. They die. They fall in the fire. They cook themselves to a perfect temperature. And <laughs> what? I'm not going to. I'm unseasoned. Well, I mean, you know, a little bit of snow and some salt. You know, I always carry salt. Um, so we, you are the one preparing the yeah yeah no they're yeah, doing most of the work this sounds like they're a choice the, look this <laughs> sounds like a choice if, if if that that leg could start to look and smell pretty good if i haven't had food for a long time i, I can say i can say comfortably i wouldn't eat any other human body part i don't think other that, than the leg in that insane situation i don't know what i would do i can't 100 percent say i wouldn't eat it however if I was on a, if I was on an island and there was no food and it was just me and one other person, I could promise you we'll both starve to death, or they'll kill me, because I won't. No. Yeah. That's Island's me. different, and I'll tell you why. Because there's fish. I'm look at me, dude. I'm 260 pounds of no dexterity and Enough no time skill. on an island. You'll be better and thinner and no and no skills. I you think I'm gonna be able to spear a fish? Sure, I could probably carve up a spear, but you think I can spear a fish? You don't think you could grab a crab? I think I'd be terrified, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so really, we're, this episode has turned into worst case scenario of cannibalism. <laughs> so this episode has turned into what would you do to eat a human? <laughs> All right, so if I'm on an island, and I'm with only one human, and this is just the chef in me speaking, you know, I would get a coconut, you know, I would get use the milk and a little bit of shavings to kind of season the meat a little bit, um, use the salt water, I would baste it in the salt water for, you know, like, you know, a couple of hours just to get it nice and salty and tender, so that way the meat cooks properly, you know, then you shave off the, you know, the bicep. And oh then my fucking <laughs> God! <laughs> You'd have to gut it. No. There's so many disgusting organs. Like, you're going to just let the, like, lower intestine, like, the, the gallbladder and things I would like literally that. only eat the limbs. Like I said, I don't think I would touch anywhere else. Like, I'm not going to eat human dick or balls. I'm not going to go for the eyes. I don't even eat fish eyes. I'll eat fish eggs. So maybe it was a woman. Oh, we're cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to have a good conversation. <laughs> we can cut all of this, Devin. No, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't, because I don't have enough material to make up for the last 30 minutes of bullshit. Oh, no. It's okay. I'll make it up. <laughs> so now actual cases of Wendigo psychosis have ever been studied, actually. What about the etymology? Where do you stand on that? Well, 
etymology, Ad- mm-hmm. as in the study of how words are formed. Yes. Where do I stand on? I don't know. I wasn't the etymology there. of Wendigo. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't there when they conceived the word Wendigo. What do you want from me? All right. So the word appears in many Native American languages. <laughs> so you wanted me to make a stance on this? What? <laughs> You want to take that from the top and just explain etymology? Like, so let's talk about the etymology of Wendigo. <laughs> Wendigo. The word appears in many Native American languages and has many alternative translations. The source of the English word is Ojibwe, or the word Wendigo. In the Cree language, which is the most prominent tribe that this story originated from, it is Wikikau. It is also translated translated as Wiktiko. Um, other translations include Windigo, Wendigo, Windigo, 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 Windigo. Today on Wolf Takes a Bite, we read the dictionary. Windigo, Windigo, Windigo. No one's interested in etymology. Windigo, Jigigigigigigigigigigigo, go. Windigo, 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 I've already read the wiki page. There's not even close to that many translations. But I got to get it again, here to get it, to get it, to get it. Yeah, I've already read. <laughs> you, do you know what etymology uh, majors turn into? I the guy to do good, no, no, no. This is hell. <laughs> this is my personal hell. Yeah. Etymology majors turn into etymology professors. You know what etymology professors do? Retire. Teach, teach etymology <laughs> students so they can become <laughs> etymology professors. So completing the cycle of this stupid fucking profession. But literally the most fascinating thing to me is the is etymology. I love the origin of words. That's the most fascinating. We're doing a show on cryptids. And why aren't we doing a show on where words come from then? Because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> the most fascinating thing to me. Fucking cut. Oh my God. I thought there'd be a lot more bullshit in between all my notes. There is a lot of bullshit. But I thought it'd be in between my notes. That's never how it goes, Devin. I know. Well, it usually does for me, because I'm usually good at interrupting you. You're very good at interrupting me. You didn't interrupt me at all. Because I'm not an interrupter. This Uh, is why this dynamic works the other way. Oh, no. We fucked up. We can never do this again. (laughs) We can never do this again. You can give me topics, and I'll do the research. I mean, yeah, I could do that. Okay, then we'll work this out. So in popular culture. <laughs> there oh. was Oh, did you see the movie? No. Oh, there's a Wendigo movie. I'll be honest. It's okay. It was an independent film. You know IFC, right? Yeah. It's an independent film. It was okay. Um, had some brief moments of exhilarating stuff. Um, it was cool. Okay. It, it was. A, it's a good watch. Where can you watch that at? No idea. I saw it on IFC when I was like 15. So no sourcing for you guys. Sorry. Uh, Look it up, though. What's it called? You could probably find it on, like, Amazon. No, Wendigo? Yeah, I think it's called Wendigo. Okay. Um, Although distinct from, and this isn't pop culture, although distinct from how it appears in the traditional lore, which, you know, this this might actually root back to your movie, um, one of the first appearances of a character inspired by or named after the Wendigo in a non-indigenous literature Arlington Blackwood's 1910 short story, The Wendigo. 
Uh, Joe Nazaire wrote that Blackwood's subtly demon, uh, demonizing rhetoric transforms the Wendigo from a native myth into a descriptive template for the Indian savage. Uh, so, again, <coughs> Americanized versions of this have shown a lot of negative connotations to Native American spirituality. I still want to just, I want to make sure that we're, like, we, we root back to the whole, what I what what has been documented as being the whole point of the story of what a Wendigo is, and it's it's a cautionary tale to tell children. That's what it really, I mean, this story what the of the Wendigo in. honestly inspired Stephen King's novel, Pet Cemetery. Yes, I know. The, the, the Wendigo shows up in it, or whatever, briefly. Um, yeah, it's the harbinger of bringing things that were dead back to life. Right, and, but that's way off course. It is way off course, I agree. But, but the whole point of the Wendigo was it's a cautionary tale to tell young children, like, hey, you know, don't be greedy, you know, always, always be thankful for everything that you have, otherwise you could turn into this horrible monster. Which is perfect for kids. But a lot of the cases of supposed Wendigo... Well, yeah, then you get into the modern science of things. Did and, nothing and, yeah. to cause that. They just literally were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, yeah, and, and then and then, but that's where the discrepancies are. It's like, yes, it is this cautionary tale that uh, Native Americans told, but at the exact same time, there are actual medical examples of, you know, Wendigo psychosis, where these people really th- had this insatiable hunger for human flesh, and so there, yeah, there's some discrepancies there. I don't know. I think that maybe some doctors maybe heard of the cautionary tale from Native Americans, maybe turned that into. You know, maybe, I don't know. So, Devin, where do you stand? I think I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to say it. Yeah, because, okay. You always say that. Hey, John. (laughs) You always shut me up. Where do you stand? No, (laughs) this is what we do towards the end of the episode. I've already explained this to you, John. We need to. Don't make me tighten those We have to. Yeah? Yeah. We have to explain to the audience, what our overall... <laughs> He's really excited because that thing that you guys heard at the end of season one, we just recorded today. Yeah, I am. We, it's important for the audience to know that... <laughs> we, that <laughs> I've explained this to you multiple times and you still fucking do this shit. <laughs> Where do you stand, John? I think that we need to do more research. Based on the research you have. Which is not. So I think that we need to recover this. <laughs> oh, God damn it, that hurt. I don't know how to take good notes. Even as I was going through the material, yet last night. Look, <clears throat> all I'm saying is, okay, I think the Wendigo is a real spirit. And it, maybe not by its name or by its uh, history, but I think it is something that could be uh, real enough that it could cause a psychosis in a human individual and cause this demonic effect you think of it's a spirit? I do think it's a spirit. What? I think there's a lot of evidence that could really suggest that something like that could possibly be real. See, again, this is where me and you differ. There's, to me, this is just like a story that to people told uh, to, 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 to make you not want to eat people. 
And you're like, nah, it's a spirit, bro. It's a fucking spirit. I mean, so do you think that it was all just a story that was made up so that these people could go kill other people, their family, and get away with it? No, I think it's a story of, of, to, 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 to get children away from like the Western philosophy of greed and, and just taking everything and, Materialistic, but it's items. not about Western American children. It was Native American, Northerners. right? It was Native Americans trying to teach their children to stay away from like the Western ideology of materialistic things. That's what I think. But even, if, but this happened again before Western colonization. Colonization yeah, of the United not, States, and this originates by the Cree tribe, which is in Canada. Yeah, but there's not a lot. Of, there's not like you said. The stories were North not of written. The border. They didn't. Know stories about were any not of this. written. Stories were not written. They were told. There's not a lot of documentation from back then. We can only go off the information that we have currently. All right. What about sightings? Do you have anything on that? I don't have any sightings. There's, there's been because the only stories that there, that there have been told, like, uh, like was the one with uh, uh, the guy who killed that that family who had killed multiple Wendigos. Uh, not heavy. I can't remember his name. And also, I, I even if I did, I couldn't pronounce it. I'm white as shit. <laughs> All right. Well, there actually have been some Wendigo. To be fair, to be fair, there are not a there is not a lot of information on this cryptid. There is not. This is definitely a difficult one. Again, and the reason is is because, like you said, Native Americans, especially early on, not real big fan. Like they weren't real record keepers, you know. Yeah. So we're gonna go back to Arlene and Blackwood. Okay. And I just want to go ahead and cover this in because we have to make up for the time that I was talking about eating people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some Captain Morgan. <laughs> God bless. Thank you. Yeah, by assaulting me. Devin, I'm out of salt. I'm throwing shit at you. Where's that <laughs> notebook again? <laughs> You're adding to the problem. <laughs> Usually, I'm the one adding to the problem. How's it feel, Devin? I don't care. I don't have to add to that. Yeah, fuck. What, what time are we at? 109. Perfect. We're leaving it all in. No. No. Yeah. There's oh. been so many. There's It'll, all of it, baby. Oh, oh. it's all staying in. <laughs> That'll be terrible. Yeah. We're leaving it all in. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I'm never. Don't ever ask me again. You were so excited. Well, I had notes. Damn it! You didn't. You didn't. You didn't do what I normally do. I don't. I, don't I did know how what to you do. You. I, I know how to do me. I did what you normally do, and you didn't do what I normally do. So I was just left with just reading. So that's how we. That's how we fucked up. You need to do what you normally do, but with notes. And I need to do what I normally do, but with notes. No. While this creature is considered by many to be the creation of horror. Writer, Arlingen Blackwood. In this classic terror tale, the Wendigo, the spirit was and is very real to many in the northern woods and prairies and prairies of the state. Many legends and stories have circulated over years about mysterious creature who was encountered by hunters and campers in the shadowy forest of upper regions of Minnesota. In one variation of the story, the creature could only be seen if it faced the witnesses head on, because it's as skinny as Kate Winslow. 
because <laughs> it was so thin <laughs> that it could not be seen from the side. Kate Wendigo. Kate Wendigo. The spirit was said to have a, a voracious appetite for human flesh, and many forest dwellers who disappeared over the years were said to be victims of this monster. The American Indians had their own tales of the Wendigo, dating back to so many years that most who were interviewed could not remember when the story had not been told. The Inuit Indians have, of the region have called the creature various names, including Wendigo, Wittigo, Wikiko, and Wittigo. But each of them was roughly translated to mean the evil spirit that devours mankind. Now, around 1860, a German explorer translated Wendigo to mean cannibal. And among the tribes along the Great Lakes, it was accepted. Native American versions of the creature spoke of a gigantic spirit over 15 feet tall that had once been human and had been transformed into a creature by the use of magic. Though all of the descriptions of the creature vary slightly, the Wendigo is generally said to have glowing eyes, long yellowed fangs, overly long tongues. That sounds like fun. Uh, Most have shallow yellowish skin, like the Simpsons, but others are said to be matted with hair. They are tall and lanky and are driven by horrible hunger. But now... <laughs> but how Fuck would it. a person grow to become one of these strange creatures? You know, honestly, that description, can I just pause? That's the puzzles are. That description <laughs> honestly sounds like somebody with jaundice who hasn't eaten in five days. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? So according to lore, the Wendigo is a creature whenever a human resorts to cannibalism to survive... In past years, such a practice was possible, though, due to harsh conditions of the American and Canadian harsh winters. Although still rare, as many of the tribes and settlers in the region were cut off by the bitter snows and ice of the North Woods, unfortunately, eating another person to survive was sometimes resorted to, and thus, the legend of the Wendigo was created. But how real were... Or are these creatures? Could the legend of the Wendigo have been created merely as a warning against cannibalism? Or could sightings of Bigfoot-type creatures have created these stories in themselves? While this is unknown, it is believed that white settlers to the region took the stories very seriously. And at times, they even took the sightings and reports quite seriously and made it enough of a local culture... That stories like those of Arling and Blackwood were penned, and the real-life stories were told as well, according to the settler's version of the legend. The Wendigo would often be seen banshee-like to signal a death in the community. <laughs> Wendigo allegedly made a number of appearances near a town called Rezu in North Minnesota, uh, from the late 1800s through the 1920s. So that's actually not too far back in time right now. I mean, you're talking about 100 years. Yeah, very, very soon. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. 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 Each time that it was reported, an unexpected death was followed 
And finally, it was ever seen again. Whoa. So that's just my recap on the Wendigo. That's your... That's. <laughs> There's plenty more stories here. But I wanted to go ahead and cite this because this is from the American Haunting Sync.com. Uh, Haunt Mary, American Hauntings Inc.com. Mm. Um, they have a lot of really cool stuff, especially a lot of the cryptids we cover here. They have a lot of very detailed information as far as um, the stories. They, they word it very well, it's very well written. So I wanted to go ahead and shout them out as well. Um, because this is a topic that is very hard to find information on. Yeah, it's a, 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 a not a well uh, well documented cryptid in any way, shape, or form. Honestly, it's not, which although makes it a lot more fascinating. Yeah, it does because there's a lot to be discovered still about it. Although, good fucking luck. Well, you know, Devin, let's go into the woods. And, uh, uh, <laughs> he got me fucked up. <laughs> well, come camping with me, Devin. You know we. You know, yeah, we, sure. We can it, call on the Wendigo and uh, maybe get an interview. You know, as long uh, as it's south of the of Michigan, I'm I'm cool. Okay. You don't have to worry about the Bendigos. You just got to worry about them banjos. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I, I'm a pseudo-believer. I'm, fi- I'm fencing this. 50-50. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with exactly what I said before. This is a cautionary tale. Nothing more, nothing less. Although there is that actual Wendigo psychosis thing. But again, most psychiatrists don't believe that that's an actual medical condition. So to recap, worst case possible scenario. If you ever consider eating human flesh. No. So to recap, Devin, would you ever, worst case scenario, psychosis included, Ever consider eating human flesh? Well, I mean, psychosis included, you can't include that. That's because then it's not up to you. No. No, I'm not going to eat human flesh, John. How about you? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Wolf Takes a Bite out of the Wendigo. We'll see you on the next one. Good night. Next week. Yes, next week. Weekly. Good night. Wendigo, bitch. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> I see you. I just want to feast on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what? Every time they turn off the lights, it just goes out. I just want to put my mouth on you and take a bite. I'm a Wendigo, bitch. Wendigo, bitch. Wendigo bitch, <laughs> Wendigo bitch. My display of my affection is through my mouth as I try to chew you all the way down, and I jeep and choke on your toes, and I jeep and choke no. on your nose. No. Oh. Cause I'm a Wendigo bitch, a Wendigo bitch. I'm a Wendigo bitch. <laughs> my feelings like I'm alone in my cave, just hanging out and saying okay, hey, party <laughs> so in the bad. cave. Give me a 